Welcome to the Scalable Solutions Podcast. If you're looking to scale or start a successful online business up to $10 million, but have struggled to scale the three marketing mountains of copywriting, e-commerce, and digital marketing, the Scalable Solutions Podcast is your new base camp. You now have a serial entrepreneur behind you who's reached multiple summits of success answer your questions so you can scale and start a successful online business. Thank you for making time again. Hey, you're welcome, Wayne. Um, when we think about starting uh, a business, uh, sometimes it can be a daunting thought. There's so many things to do, uh, so many things you could do, uh, maybe limited resources. How does one start from scratch and what would you recommend? So let me go over kind of making something from nothing, which is what I had to do, which is what a lot of solopreneurs are going to have to do. And well, anyone that wants to get something going from not very much, and I'm talking really not very much, like maybe $500, something like that, uh, maybe even less. Um, so here you are sitting here with an idea or something you want, and you don't know how to go from point A to the point of making a sale uh, with your you know very limited budget. Uh, so that's what we wanted to kind of cover here today and help you guys get started with. So we're going to be talking about a lot of different tools, uh, recommendations for kind of going from nothing to something. So the first thing you need is the legal entity. Uh, usually e-commerce websites are going to require you to enter in an EIN, which is uh, if you're in the U.S., which is a, a tax ID number for your legal entity. Generally, that's going to be an LLC. I recommend DelawareRegisteredAgent.com. Uh, you can go and get your LLC form and all the paperwork you need. Uh, and then I recommend taking that to either a bank you already bank with or um, an online bank that's kind of ge geared towards uh, e-commerce, such as BankNovo.com, N-O-V-O. And you can get up and running with your own legal entity and the bank account associated with that in about five days, um, sometimes a little bit longer, depending on the bank. But... Um, that'll really help if you're based in the U.S. If you're not based in the U.S., you'll need to look into the regulations for uh, your own country because I won't be familiar with those. Um, then you're going to need a website and some content on that. Your website's going to need to be able to uh, accept payments and uh, get you paid. <laughs> so generally, um, a lot of times it's fashionable to use like Shopify and things like that, which I feel are overly clunky. Um, and take too long to get started. So if you are selling a subscription physical product, uh, I recommend going with subly.co, S-U-B-B-L-Y.co. That'll help you get a subscription physical product business up and going quickly and easily. If you're going with digital and you have a really low budget, um, I recommend Sendow, S-E-N-D-O-W-L.com. You can sell your digital products uh, with Sendow um, for a very low, flat monthly rate. They don't take a percentage. Um, and if you want something a little bit more advanced, especially that has a built-in kind of drag-and-drop website builder and a lot more testing capability, I recommend going with Samcart, S-A-M-C-A-R-T. And they have a much more robust platform for selling digital products, uh, but is also very easy to use and integrates directly with my favorite email marketing platform, which is Drip, uh, getdrip.com, I believe. And um, so that'll help you start getting your website up. And 
course, you're going to need a logo, you're going to need some copy, you're going to need some graphics, content, things like that. If you can do that yourself, great. If you cannot, or for anything that you cannot do yourself, um, but you, you want to get it done, but you have a very limited budget, check out Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. You can get a whole lot of stuff done there uh, for between five and 25 bucks. Um, it may not be the world's greatest quality, but right now we're focusing on ready, fire, aim. It's much better for you to get something out there than not, because if it doesn't exist, it can't make you money. So it's much better to get going as soon as you can, and don't fret too much about how perfect it may or may not be. And you can always refine, test, change later. Nothing's ever set in stone, but if you sit there and spend all of your time trying to perfect something before you even launch it, A, you're wasting time because it's not doing anything for you. B, you'll probably have to change it anyway because you'll find out that what you thought the audience wanted uh, didn't align with what they actually want. Uh, for example, with my first successful company, I launched with a USP, a unique selling proposition that I felt would appeal of and resonate with the target audience. I knew who my target audience was. I just had mistaken what I thought that they would care the most about. So I launched, you know, with copy and graphics um, appealing to uh, one particular um, need or unique selling proposition. And it turned out that they didn't care about that at all. What they cared about was this different proposition. So I had to pivot everything and which leads me to you have to be willing to be flexible and you have to try to get as much information from your target audience as you can. Now we have a different episode covering target audience. And I recommend you listen to that maybe even first or right after, uh, before this episode, but that will help you segment, copy and appeal to a particular target audience as well as find out who they are and find out what the, what they want uh, and what their uh, fears, fears and wants are. So I'm assuming you know who your target audience is and now you are actively wanting to build your website. So those tools that I listed previously are gonna help you do that. And then what else do you need on your website? You need lead capture. You need to be able to grab their email and or phone number or some other kind of contact detail, onboard them to your Facebook Messenger automation list, um, something like that. So that means you're going to need some kind of little plugin to help you do that. Um, so for that, I'm a fan of Wheel of Pop-Ups, wheelofpopups.com, and Minichat. So Minichat is going is a very robust and advanced, but also easy to use Facebook Messenger automation um, builder. It has a bot, it has lead capture, it has um, uh, lead capture for your website, plugins, widgets, things like that. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, actually, uh, lead capture flows is to grab somebody into Minichat and then use the Minichat automation to grab their email and phone number uh, because I'm also a big fan of SMS marketing automation now. So email is great, but it is also has a low open rate, whereas Messenger messages and SMS messages, when used correctly and not excessively, um, have fantastic performance, uh, open rate, click-through rate, et cetera. So I'm a big fan of trying to grab somebody's, uh, getting somebody onto a messenger list, um, getting somebody's phone number, um, usually through a lead nurture sequence that is very appealing to that person and it starts step-by-step. Step. So they've hit your website, um, they, you need to onboard them somehow. If, if, not, if they don't buy your product right away, you're gonna to wanna to capture them somehow. So, and so that's where either the mini chat widget comes in or the wheel of pop-ups come in, which is a gamified 
uh, opt-in rather than just, hey, put your email in here. Those perform abysmally, about 2%. Gamified opt-in is going to perform at about 10 to 15%. So orders of magnitude better. So that's that's really what you want. Um, and then so that's all, all those leads are going to have to pipe into somewhere. So if they're mini-chat, they're piping into mini-chat, but then you're going to use your mini-chat nurture to grab their email and phone number, hopefully. Um, alternatively, if you're using Wheel of Pop-Up, you're just getting their email and um, maybe their phone number, so then you're going to want to onboard them to your messenger automation as well, if you can, and, of course, to your SMS automation. So what's powering all of this? Well, I use Drip. Um, I highly recommend um, uh, drip to everybody. Um, I think the, the base plan is really affordable. Uh, if you if you really need like free, go with Mailchimp. But if you can afford around twenty something dollars a month, I highly recommend just starting out on Drip because that way you can connect another tool called Plus This to your Drip, which allows you to set up relatively easily set up your SMS automation. Um, and of course, ManyChat, uh, everything's going to live inside of there in terms of the Facebook Messenger side. So when somebody hits your trip, you're going to need a welcome sequence. You know, what emails are they going to get just because you have their email address? Okay, now what? Well, that's where your, your welcome series comes into play. Your, um, you know, the first email, uh, depending on your product and target audience, um, it depends on what you're going to say. But generally, you don't want it to be too salesy, at least for the first. Uh, you want to appeal to the reciprocity heuristic. Um, it's really important for more details on heuristics. Uh, have a listen to our heuristics episode. But for generally speaking, you're going to want to give away a little bit more than they ever imagined getting for free. Uh, really setting a um, kind of a uh, beating their expectations in terms of, of what they expected to get. And that's really going to help uh, increase your conversion rate down the line. So you're going to have to set up some kind of welcome series, of course, some kind of uh, lead nurture series, like I said, which is going to start with uh, that, that. hopefully those free offers that are useful uh, to your target audience. So that's going to be part of your lead nurture. Uh, another part of your lead nurture lives in your mini chat, your messenger lead nurture. And then, of course, Drip can power your SMS lead nurture alongside your email lead nurture. So I recommend, I highly recommend using all three. Just make sure that you are not excessive about uh, sending those kind of more intrusive messages via Messenger, and of course, SMS being the most intrusive. So be respectful of your audience. Make sure they can unsubscribe if need be. Um, but those are very effective when used sparingly, and especially if they're used after offering uh, something they didn't expect to get for free. Uh, so never be too afraid about giving away too much because that triggers that reciprocity heuristic and is going to greatly increase your conversion rate as long as it's truly useful to your target audience, which, again, you must know who that is. So make sure you, if you haven't already, listen to our episode on, on that. Now, a lot of this is going to have to be tied together somehow. So right now, as of this recording, Minichat does not integrate directly with Drip nor really with any other email uh, system. So you're going to have to, Drip needs to be kind of your central repository for all your customer data. So to do that, you're probably going to need a Zapier. So Zapier allows you to automate all kinds of things, connect thousands of different apps together um, and move data based on different triggers, actions, things like that. So it's a platform you're going to need to get familiar with as a e-commerce marketer. Um, so I suggest going and creating a free account, 
and taking a look. It really is simple. Um, so you can, it's very powerful. So make sure that um, you familiarize yourself with that so you can set up quality systems that will save you time later and allow you to scale. That's what that's all. That's what this is all about. So if you're um, now, most of all of this applies whether you're B two B or B two C. But if you're if you are B two B, there might be other platforms that are more effective at lead capture, uh, lead segmenting, depending upon uh, who's contacting you and what you're actually selling. Um, so some popular alternatives to kind of industry standards like Intercom would be Tidio, T I D I O or crisp chat both of those have a free tier both of those have a very reasonable paid tier and that are very powerful a lot of audit, a lot of automation a lot of bot building a lot of segmentation uh, so there's a lot you can do there especially for b2b lead capture uh, for b2c lead capture um, you're probably just better off going with the gamified opt-in and or mini chat uh, but for b2b you might want a little bit more versatility and a little bit more data capture you might want to know where they're working and what their position is and what the budget is or just, you know, all these kinds of various data points that might be relevant for B2B aren't so much relevant for B2C. So that's where something like Tidio or Crisp may be useful. Um, so then you have the site, you have the lead capture, you have the automation, and you've figured out how to tie it all together with Zapier. Um, now you need the traffic. So I know we're going through this pretty quick and there's a lot of... Uh, details at each level we could talk about offers copy etc but right now this is kind of a high level of the tools i recommend for going from nothing to something and sort of a, a very high level overview of how to accomplish it um, so now we kind of go into our guerrilla marketing now you can listen to our full episode about kind of guerrilla marketing and getting traffic and leads on a really low budget but like i said we'll go over the high uh, higher level overview here um, Reddit is a good uh, low-hanging fruit with relatively low ad rates. Uh, it's easy to manage. Uh, they have a very basic platform. For an experienced pay-per-click marketer or something like that, it's very frustrating because their interface is incredibly basic. But for somebody that's uh, coming from, from not much and maybe not that familiar with pay-per-click marketing, Reddit's a great place to kind of get started. Uh, it's easy to find subreddits for almost any target audience and it's relatively cheap to get ads started uh, especially as long as you approach reddit the right way it can't be excessively salesy um, you know read about if you're not familiar with reddit read about the site read about the, the what people do and don't want to see there uh, you know do your research on how you should position your ad copy and imagery and things like that because it's different on that site than it is anywhere else but it's a great way to reach a lot of people for a low cost and at least, you know, proof of concept. You can start, start driving traffic for your pre-orders, start getting some kind of, uh, of traffic to see whether or not your, your idea is successful uh, or will be successful. Um, because it's, it's, you can get started with a very, very low budget, five or $10 a day, you can actually see results. Whereas you could never do something like that on Facebook and, and get decent results that way. Um, you can also, Try to get collaborations and cross promotion going on. So reach out to reach out to influencers in your field, uh, podcasts, websites, forums, uh, social media influencers um, are all great ways to 
get yourself in front of your target audience for something that you can afford. Um, maybe you won't be able to afford an influencer that has a half a million followers, but maybe you can afford an influencer with 25,000 followers or 50,000 followers or 5,000 followers. Uh, go as low as you have to, but uh, get out there in front of your target audience, however you have to, however you can afford. Uh, reach out to fan sites. Maybe you can run banner ads on fan sites or fan forums uh, or discords or just anything and everything you can think of to get yourself in front of your target audience for less than it would normally cost you to do that on a Facebook paid campaign. Um, a shout out in a group, maybe even a Facebook group or a subreddit or uh, there's go where your target audience is and figure out how to reach them in uh, unique ways, um, giveaways, uh, surveys, polls, uh, gamification. If you can create like a little gamified survey, something like that, um, capture some leads. Uh, at this point, we're not thinking about, um, at this particular point in time, we're actually not thinking about scale. We're actually thinking about how we can get a couple of hundred visitors from your target audience to your website. Because if you can get 100, that's you can get you can find out your conversion rate if you get a hundred target audience if you're of the correct target audience to your website and you make two sales well you're at a two percent conversion rate that's not bad that's actually about average for e-commerce so then you know you have your product has potential try to get try to get a thousand you know did you make 20 sales will you maintain that two percent conversion rate did you make 30 sales that's three percent um and anything that's um above about 1% and you're solid. Now, at scale, your cost per acquisition is going to come into play and things like that. So we're not we're not talking about scale at this point. We're talking about, can we get a couple of hundred of our target audience to hit this website and will some of them make a purchase? If the answer is yes, then that's awesome. You know, you're, one of the hard parts of your job is now complete, which is, will people buy my product? <laughs> And so if the answer to that is yes, then great. And if not, there's a lot to look at. It um, doesn't mean your product is a failure. Uh, are you, do you have the proper USP for the audience? Is people hitting, are the people hitting your website actually your target audience? Um, is your message resonating with your audience? There's a lot that, it's definitely not time to give up. Um, you know, I, I would try this process three, four, five times before I would consider giving up. Um, so just because it doesn't work the first time doesn't mean that it won't work. Uh, you might just have to pivot a little bit somehow, whether it's your messaging, your USP, where you're getting the traffic from, uh, or how you're trying to convert the traffic, uh, what your lead capture offers are. Uh, what, I would, what I would try to do is try to speak directly to people that are potentially going to be your customers. Um, so if you're selling somebody that likes widget A, ask around at your work or your friends or your family or uh, online groups or you know, there are online there are even online uh, services uh, where you can pay to ask uh, certain target audiences that you can you can build a, a survey out for uh, and have it answered by people of a specific demographic that you outline to find out whether or not they're interested in your product or, or what they think in response. But it's important to do surveying, get, find out what they want, find out uh, what they want to see, find out what they don't want to see, what they don't like, uh, find out what their pain points are. 
uh, get as much information about and from your target audience as you can so you can craft your offer more accurately. And we do have another episode about uh, crafting offers, which sort of ties into the target audience episode as well. And again, we're keeping this very high level, but something to think about. So get as much information as you can. Uh, don't assume that it's a failure just because it doesn't work the first time. Uh, most of the time, it won't be, or it won't be as successful. And if you were to make a, f a few tweaks, uh, you might see another percentage in conversion rate or something like that. Um, so this has been the high-level overview on the uh, something from nothing, kind of the tools that, that I recommend, kind of the thought process that I recommend behind it. I know it went pretty quickly and didn't dive into a lot of detail, but hopefully this helps you get started. This was a very high level on something from nothing that I hope you found useful. I listed a lot of tools, so go out there and research those tools and start making your own mental plan for how you're going to put together uh, your first sales page and drive some targeted traffic to that. And make sure you listen to our other episodes that dive deeper into the various topics that I covered, uh, which will help you on your journey to making your first online sale. And always go into any new endeavor with prayer and make sure to use the gifts that God has given you in as biblical way as you can. Um, none of us is perfect. We all need Jesus, but uh, let's keep our eye on him as we go through this process. Thank you for listening. Martin, thank you again for your time.